Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Our conversation tonight is one that is probably on the most important aspect of any vacation outside of that pre-trip planning conversation, outside of you know, planning, you know, planning intentionally around the budget. This is one thing that I think is probably overlooked more than anything, more than any aspect of a trip. This is overlooked and people don't often think about it uh, because they're just focused on the moment, right? That sort of excitement. It's like getting ready for Christmas, people getting ready for Christmas and Hanukkah and uh, the holidays right now. There's that sort of excitement in the air, right? Um, There's that sort of buildup and then you're, you're on the event. And you're having a good time, and you're going moment by moment. You're checking those things off your itinerary, and you're having a blast with with the people around you at the destination where you are, unplugging from life, de-stressing from all that stuff that follows you around day by day when you're at home. And then, all of a sudden, it's time to go home. What do you do then? How do you navigate that, right? Uh, what, What do you do to deal with that? How do you... You know, deal with those post-trip blues as they happen. So re-entry from paradise, navigating those post-trip blues. That's an important thing, and that's our that's our topic uh, for a conversation tonight. And if you've followed Travel Tips Tuesday at all for, for any length of time, you know I'm a big proponent of pre-trip planning. But I'm also a big proponent of post-trip planning as well. And there are a few different things that you can do to help with that, to help ease the process, ease the transition back into the real world before you, um, before you, you know, start going back to work or, uh, you know, start taking care of kids uh, or, again, all by yourself during the week if you have a spouse that works a lot. Um, you know, there's, there's a number of different things that, that you can do that you need to think about that uh, would be great to consider that I think would ease ease that along the way. Uh, but I would want I want to know what what you do to navigate those post trip blues. Some of you are already commenting um, along the way, um, but which is great. So please comment, have a conversation with each other. I may not get to every single comment uh, out there, but I will try to address uh, most of them. So, um, but at Adam and my wife and Adam Coleman here. Um, one of my other Facebook buddies, he just commented something that I think that makes completely complete sense. Um, and I'll go ahead and knock those two out of the park. Um, check them off the list here in just a second. Um, so, But I do want to know what you struggle with. Please let me know. Um, the first couple of things, number one, cry. There are emotions present, right? Because you know what's about to happen when you get home. Um, life goes back into that routine. You're you're taking kids to the doctor when you're home. You're having to do your own grocery shopping. You can't just take your magic band to your favorite fast food restaurant or sit down restaurant around the corner and scan it, and everything's going to be fine, right? Um, people want to want to do that, but it just it doesn't. You know, life doesn't happen that way. You know, you're not going to get home, and and you know, if you were on a cruise, there are not going to be little towel animals in your bedroom when you get home unless you left them there or told somebody to leave them there um you know so they would be there when you get home um so there's all these different things you know there's a different flow when you're on vacation intentionally show so and there should be right that's why you know it's important to build in flex time because flex time is one of those things that you don't get a lot of times when you're doing real life because 
you kind of have to be, right? Does that make sense? So when you're on vacation, that's the whole purpose of it, to be flexible, to, to see new things, to see you know familiar things, hopefully in a new way. But when you're at home, you know, you see the same thing over and over again, same stresses over and over again, same routine day in and day out. Vacations are, are not for that particular thing. Unless, you know, for some people, they do get a specific type of joy of going back to the same place and you end up having a good time over and over again anyway. Like, for instance, you know, Disney or the beach or the mountains, something like that. So, um, you know, crying, dealing with emotions, that is definitely one thing you need to think about. You need to consider how are you going to channel that? How are you going to, you know, allow that to help you transition all the way back home? Um, you know, sometimes, you know, that's just what you need to do. You need to good cry to celebrate your experiences or to mourn what's about to happen when you get back home uh, for some people. The next thing that Adam said I think is very important, and that is booking another trip. That can actually help you a lot navigate this post-trip blues. So earlier on, just a couple of minutes ago, I said that you know now this season of the year, uh, there are a lot of people that are looking towards the holidays like Christmas and Hanukkah and even you know the New Year's holiday, um, and getting ready for 2020, and there's all sorts of anticipation, there's excitement in the air, uh, which is great. Um, and that's one thing that you can do. You can sort of carry on that excitement. You can plant that seed where you're already looking towards your next adventure before you've even finished the one you're currently on. Um, so, I, you know, I think that's totally fine. And actually, there's an advantage that a lot of people may or may not know about to doing that financially. Going back to the budget conversation, um, if you are on a cruise... Specifically, uh, most cruise lines, I think if not all of them that I'm aware of out there, offer you some sort of incentive to go ahead and at least pay a deposit down um, on your next cruise that will guarantee you, you know, basically the best rate that, that you're going to possibly get. You know, even now it's 2019, and, and if you're going on a cruise in the next few weeks before the end of the year, you can book dates well into 2021 at this point. Um, you can still move those you know, things around all the way up until final payment date without any sort of penalty, um, but you're going to lock in the best rate for that itinerary. So if there's one that you want, go ahead and, and jump on it. Disney Cruise Line does this really cool thing uh, called placeholder reservations where you don't even have to pick out a cruise. Okay? You don't even have to pick out a specific itinerary. All that you have to do is you pay a certain amount down, and that money gets you 10% off, um, 10% Send off the, the current rate of that time, which Disney doesn't offer discounts like that, like ever. The only way to get a discount like that on Disney Cruise Line is to book it while you're on board the ship. You can't book these promotions when you get back home, right? They used to add a, um, a stateroom credit as part of that. They don't do that anymore, um, but the 10% uh, discount rate is still part of that. Um, and even you have basically, I think, two years, so 24 months to use that placeholder money. Um, and get that discount even after that two years expired. If you haven't been able to get that 10% discount, that money is still not going away. You can still you know, opt to use it on a future cruise. You just won't get the discount. So again, by going ahead and booking your next cruise adventure, you're going to end up saving a lot. You're going to end up building up that excitement. It's going to help you transition on the way back home. And this is one of the things that um, I can do to help use your travel agent. I'm on the lookout for these sort of things, and I want to help you... Think forward into the future, uh, celebrate the now, celebrate the past, but also look forward to the future as well. So, Adam, I'm really glad you said that. That was a very, very uh, valuable comment. 
Um, and, and I really appreciate your contributions. If you that are listening now, just hopping on, if you have anything that you do to navigate those post-trip blues as you you know get ready to head back home, uh, please let me know. Feel free to chime in. Uh, I'm going to share a few personal things along the way tonight. These are kind of already spent, you know, shared a couple. Um, these are sort of I think about five or six um, sort of prepared comments that I have tonight, and we may expand on those as people continue to add their own uh, comments along the way. Uh, my first one is something that you do before you even leave the house. And if my wife is still watching, she knows what this is, and that is clean your house before you go. Clean your house before you go, and here's the why. Okay, this is something for me that just helps. You get back from a vacation, and you know, you've had, you know, if you're, especially if you go to an all-inclusive destination, or you're on a cruise, or you've gone to Disney and you've had the dining plan, you've had all your transportation taken care of, you've had all your fast passes booked ahead of you. Um, you know, all, it's basically an all-inclusive trip um, for the most part if you do it that way. You get back home, you know, you're not going to have all those things. You're taking care of yourself. You're going to have a mountain of laundry to do um, that unless you did it before you left your trip somehow, um, left to come back home from your trip somehow, uh, you know, you're going to have a lot of laundry, different things to do, maybe bills to pay, whatever it is. Having a clean house can lessen that stress just a little bit. It can be hectic trying to leave. I understand. You know, we have four kids in our house. It is a challenge for us to clean our house before we leave. But when we do, um, it's a lot easier coming back home. You know, we can just go grab some fast food or, you know, pizza from the, from, you know, Little Caesars or from, uh, the grocery store or whatever it is, and just sort of chill out when we get back home before we go back to work, before you know we, we go back to school, you know, before those sorts of things, just that regular routine that you have to get used to once again. So um, this is just one small thing that I think can help. It help, can help you relax when you get, get back home just a little bit more. Um, the second thing on our list is this. Do something. Do a little something on the way home. So your vacation is still you know, technically going on if you're at your destination, but plan a little small something on the way back. Even if it's, you know, a, a kind of trip that you've done over and over and over again. If you're like a beach person like my family are, we love to go to South Alabama. We love to go to Central Florida, not just for Disney, but we love Daytona Beach as well. So, you know, plan some things on the way home for you to do to sort of break up the monotony, to break up the, you know, emotional pull of your trip. Whether it's something you do in the car together as a family, whether it's a place that you stop, like if you're in Central Florida, you could you know spend a beach day if you're at Disney or on a cruise, you know spend a day on the beach before you hop on the plane or hop in the car and head back home. Um, you could even stop by somewhere like the Kennedy Space Center, um, or there's lots of other really cool places you could go as well uh, in and around the Central Florida air area um, in South Georgia if you're in my neck of the woods, um, the Atlanta area you know, and whatnot. So lots of really cool things you could do on the road. Um, and if you're in another part of the country or in another part of the world, you know, I'm sure there's something that you could do, maybe that you could even discover uh, on the way to your destination, especially if you're driving. So people a lot of times save money when they drive, um, which is great. And one of the other cool things about it is you can discover awesome things along the way. You can see different parts of the country. You get a different perspective than if you just fly down there and fly back. Um, so driving does take a lot of time. It can be exhausting, but I think there are a lot of perks to it as well. So the third thing is this on my list tonight is build some flexibility into your travel schedule on the way back home. 
So this is more of a pre-planning concept, um, but I do think that it is very valuable, um, a very valuable thing to think of, um, especially with you know the whole idea of re-entry um, back from this place that you've been, be it a work trip or a personal vacation or w whatever it may be. Build some flexibility on that time coming back home. You never, never know when you're going to experience travel delays, especially if you're coming back on a Sunday, which is usually the busiest return day of the of the week. Um, be thinking about that. If you're coming back on a holiday break weekend when there are lots of other people traveling, especially if you're talking about like Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, uh, we're just, we just have Thanksgiving. We're about to have Christmas here in a couple of weeks. Um, these are things to think about, things to consider, because they can make your trip a little bit easier getting back home, right? Build in some flexibility, uh, you know, especially if you get into a situation, if you're flying, your flight is overbooked, and you have an extra day you know, in your back pocket just in case, you might get offered some extra airline miles, or you know, if the flight is overbooked to switch your seats or delay, you know, there are all sorts of compensations that um, you know, airlines that are worth their salt will offer you. Um, so it can actually end up being to your benefit to have that sort of extra padded time. And if you know, if you don't get any of that, you end up getting home on time, that's just some additional me time that you can have, some additional time that you can have to kick back before you hit the ride, uh, hit the ground running again. So uh, the fourth thing is this, while you're on your trip, take lots of pictures and video, lots of pictures and video. Um, and don't post all of them. You know, so many times when I go to Disney, especially, you know, I'll see people that are you know, like this, that are glued to their phone the entire times. A lot of times people may be, you know, booking, you know, dining reservations or checking on their fast passes, you know, looking at, you know, ride photos through the My Disney Experience app. Those are all great things, all cool things to do, but don't be consumed with the device in front of you that you miss what's going on around you. Save some of those pictures to look at on the way back home. You know, download those pictures from the My Disney Experience app on the way back home. Those attraction photos. Maybe post a couple. Let people know what you're up to if you want while you're on your trip. You know, build that excitement so people are asking you about it, you know, which is fun. Um, but um, just save someone. Don't go through all of them. Shoot some video that you can go back to and look at later. You know, when you're having a blue day in the middle of the winter or something, you're having a rough week, you know, create an extra little folder uh, on your photo album on your phone or whatever service you use to store your pictures and just create a way to, to go back and look at them later on. You know, it might end up lifting your spirits. You know, if you're creative, you, know, you can put together a collage, a, a photo album, or, you know, you know, maybe even consider starting a YouTube channel if you have a bunch of YouTube, have a bunch of videos you want to share. So, and I'm going to get into to that idea here in just a second. But just take lots of pictures and video. Don't be so dead set on posting all of them on social media right away. Um, so, you know, I'm a big proponent of using social media. I have several social accounts um, that I help manage personally uh, for business and also otherwise. And it can keep you busy. Don't be so consumed with it that you miss out on your trip in front of you. So the fifth thing I want to share with you tonight on my list, this is really sort of number seven. Um, and if you are if you are listening, um, our questions tonight, we want to answer, they are in the description tonight. Uh, what do you navigate, what do you do to navigate those post-trip blues? And also, uh, what do you struggle with the most uh, when you're coming home from a vacation? So what do you struggle with the most when you're coming home from a trip? And what do you do personally to help navigate those post-trip blues? I would love to hear from you um, if you have something to add on uh, to our conversation tonight. 
Um, again, the fifth thing that I have on my list uh, is plan a relaxing meal when you get back home. Don't plan to cook the most complicated thing out there. Or you know, if you do cook something, maybe it's boxed mac and cheese. Maybe it's just spaghetti with a little bit of you know jarred sauce from your grocery store. Um, just make it something easy, something you can do. Like plan that out. Maybe if you're not a planner, just you know, go get fast food or quick service. Go to go to a table service restaurant somewhere. Right? Don't feel like you've got to immediately jump back into it. Um, by planning those things out ahead of time, by thinking about them ahead of time, um, this will give you an opportunity just to sort of re-enter a little bit softer back into that normal routine. Um, so thinking about that in advance ahead of time um, can um, can be of benefit to you. So, um, Oh, and by the way, uh, having a clean kitchen, having a clean house, that can be helpful. So if you do want to make you know, a quick batch, you know, batch of mac and cheese or whatever it is, you know, maybe it's just frozen nuggets that you've had in your freezer at home. Um, this can help you get back to it uh, pretty easily. Um, number six, and, then, and I just mentioned this a second ago. This is very similar to number four on my list, uh, but journal, journal, blog, vlog about your trip after you get back. Maybe it's on the way home. Maybe you, you're flying, you've got some time to kill on an airplane or in an airport, or uh, maybe you're on a car trip, but you're not the one driving most of the time, um, you know, while the kids are napping, whatever, you know, scroll through those pictures, edit them, crop them, you know, just a lot, you know, just a lighting, group them for different things, you know, send them out to family, post them on those family shared al albums that you've got. Um, that's a great time to do that. Uh, it's also a great time just to, again, blog like if you or, or or journal maybe you could turn that journal into a blog eventually um, and share those memories share those thoughts share those tips with other people that's how i got started with this uh right here so most importantly though have an outlet to talk about your experience okay have an outlet to talk about your experience whether that's the people that are around you um, that you're hanging out with that you're having a good time with on your trip itself or whether that's other people that have had a similar experience you know, maybe there are people that have helped you plan your trip that you will want to talk to uh, when you get back home. So, uh, you know, talk with those people, share those experiences. That will help with that sort of post-trip blue kind of feeling. You know, I, I have people, my wife has people. We, we all have friends and folks that we love talking to and sharing our experiences with. Um, it's, it's not all about just the business aspect of it for me. Um, when I go to Disney, though, there are people I just like talking Disney with. You know, it's a lot of fun. This is why I do this, really. Um, it's just to kind of share my experiences with you to hopefully help you have a great trip the next time um, you go. So if you do have, again, any, any travel tips that you want to offer, um, I would love to hear them before we close up our conversation tonight. Um, you know, what you do to navigate those post-trip blues, what you struggle with uh, when you get back home. You know, how can we make re-entry back into the real world uh, a little bit easier? Uh, even if you're hearing this on podcast or uh, delay, please email me those comments. We'd love to be able to share those with other people. I will give you credit, I promise, unless you tell me otherwise. <laughs> um, but would love to talk to you more uh, about your travel experiences. Um, I love getting reviews, so this is going to sound like really selfish up front, and I promise you it's not meant to be that way uh, at the end of it. I love getting reviews, again, not just to boost my clientele or to make myself feel better about, you know, about myself, but 
Um, usually, when people share a rating, they will share some sort of anecdote, uh, some sort of story about you know their their trip experience that they've had, um, or something that they've learned, something that they've heard, which is great. You know, I have three people, three places that people leave rating on Facebook, um, on my on my personal or on my travel business page, uh, also on the Travel Tips Tuesday podcast on Apple Podcast, which is basically this that you're listening to right now live, um, but recorded, uh, or but recorded specifically for podcast and pushed out later. Um, and then also this little place called Travel Leaders, Travel Leaders Network that works with Google search reviews. People leave stories and anecdotes and reviews and kind of what they think of things uh, on those three places, and it's helpful for me. You know, it's helpful for me because I'm able to take those comments and those ideas and, and help other people. Say, you know what, this worked for somebody, this did not work for somebody, this may be one thing to avoid. Because I have, you know, I've traveled to a few places in my life, I haven't been everywhere, I haven't traveled nearly as much as some people I know. Um, there are some places, Disney, that I've been more than others, um, so I'm able to share, you know, more things there. But, you know, occasionally I want to hear from people, I want to learn, you know, what did they do that I haven't had the chance to do? Not just so I can go do it myself, but so I can share it with other people. So that's what it's all about, and that's why I love doing this, and that's why I love it when you comment um, live, especially because it makes it a conversation. Um, you know, I also want to offer my planning services to you personally. If you've never heard me say this, uh, I, I am a travel agent with Travelmation, hence the shirt that I'm wearing right now. Uh, Travelmation is an authorized Disney vaca vacation planner. They are earmarked platinum, which means a bunch of really cool stuff um, that, that I have access to to be able to help you and plan your trips to Disney better. But we also work with Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, Carnival, um, you know, Princess, Universal Orlando Resorts, Beaches and Sandals All-Inclusive Resorts, many other land tour and cruising agencies and destinations around the world um, that you're familiar with. Uh, Disney Cruise Line, uh, of course, and I would love to be able to talk to you about them. There are some excellent promotions going on right now. Um, you know, just like retail shopping, this is one of the best seasons of the year for retail shopping. It is a great season for travel shopping as well. So if you do have any questions about that or any deals, if you want to gift an experience, you know, for somebody uh, over the holidays or, you know, over the next couple of years, let me know. Um, I don't charge anything at all for my planning services. So I kind of ended intentionally tonight on, on this sort of conversation about uh, what I do and some options that are out there because I want you to know that it's never too early to build, you know, to, to book a trip earlier on. I mentioned that, um, you know, I love being able to just help people and offer advice, but this podcast, this Facebook Live is not sponsored, um, and this is something I do for fun, um, but also to connect with people that may need a little bit more help. So I'm not going to charge you anything. My goal first and foremost is to get to know you so you have a hassle-free experience. So if I can serve you in any way, please look me up. You'll find my contact information um, here in just a little bit when I post that uh, in, the, in the comments and in the description in the podcast. Just check the show notes and you can connect with me that way. So thanks so much again for tuning in tonight for Travel Tips Tuesday. Um, I hope this has been an informative conversation for you. Um, as I try to help you out a little bit, in case you were wondering, yes, I'm a type 2 on the Enneagram. So type 2 is a helper, um, so that just kind of works there. So if you're a big fan of the Enneagram, I am a type 2. So that's just sort of a bonus. That has nothing to do with travel, but hey, uh, it's Travel Tips Tuesday. It's December the 10th, 2019. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.